Hey, Joanne. Jo Hello, Josie. Hey. Oh, what? Hey. What? 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 Son of a. Wait, what? Did you have a good holiday weekend? Oh, uh, I can't right now. I, I didn't finish my opener. Uh, oh, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. It's work. Just it's just work. Don't even worry about it. Couple little, you know, situations. So just gotta, gotta do it. All right. Show. Hey, Joe. Hey. Psst. Oh my God. Hey, Joe. What? What? what, what? Did you go anywhere fun? <laughs> Come on, travel a little oh, bit. What'd you do? A three-day weekend? I stayed put, but while I have you, um, I need a car thing. Car thing? Uh, more specific? Yeah, I'm going to tell him that my car's in the shop, so I need a car thing. Make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Right, because you don't actually have a car, now, do you? Car thing. All right. Um, what about a busted slide belt? You know, that's, Ooh, that's that a good sounds one. good. So busted slide belt, and so I'm yeah. in the shop. Very convincing. I'm gonna go in the car thing. Well, Frank, what did you do for your holiday weekend? Oh, me? No, I just took the nephews out. I have nephews. I'm not sure if you know that about me. I took them out to the desert, and we shot some fireworks. You know, had a pretty good time. I, I, I'm sorry, President's Day calls for fireworks now? Joanne, when you are fighting to be the cool uncle, every holiday is a fireworks holiday. Oh, uh, did anyone lose any digits? <clears throat> well, there was a waitress on the way back who managed to part with seven of them. Ooh, <laughs> hey. congratulations. Anyway. I think she was impressed with how I managed to bandage up poor little Billy. Gonna have that stump the rest of his life. Mazel tov. I hope your first child is a masculine child. It always words me out when you say stuff like that. TikTok, Joe. Um, almost there. If you could just be a little less annoying. Man, if I had a nickel for every time a woman told me that. Okay. Well, um, all right. Look, it's a, uh, it's, it's a little rough and ready, but uh, I think we should roll with it. Yeah. Why not? We like it rough around mm -hmm. here. Evening, cuties. Welcome to Josie's Lonely Hearts Club. I'm your host, Josie Heller. Let's spend the night together. Tonight is one of those clear nights where you can stand and see the road stretch itself into a pinprick in both directions. You can stand on the asphalt and feel the heat puffing its way through the cracks and into the mercifully cooling night air. In other words, it's a perfect night for a drive. Is there a single invention better than the automobile? I mean, not the car itself, but what it represents, what it allows. In unlocking the open road and turning horsepower into a unit of thrust instead of a unit of husbandry, something magical happened. Suddenly, old, stale, pointless traditions could become nothing more than dust in your rearview mirror. New vistas, new interstates, new friends and lovers we'd have never had suddenly availed themselves to us. That's the best kind of freedom there is. An escape hatch. As luck would have it, my baby's in the shop. She's got a busted slide belt, or so the mechanic said. I'm homebound for a bit, so I'm going to have to turn it over to you, cuties. I've got a hunch that I'm not the only one here who's got a bit of wanderlust. Safe to assume a lot of us are transplants. Makes me wonder, 
where you're all really from, and what might have brought you here, who might be back there, and where you're all going. <laughs> Let's downshift and cruise on over to the lines. That number, as always, is 505-555-KDNM. Let's rack them up, Frank. Who's up first? Uh, we have a caller from Hanover who doesn't want to give their name. We have an anonymous caller. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, what seems to be the problem? Yes. Um, so I've uh, I've been dating um, my partner for some time now. Um, it's getting pretty serious, but um, mm-hmm. the problem is I cannot talk about my past. So it makes it a little bit difficult. So is it that your partner is pushing for these things and you don't feel comfortable expressing them or 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 there's a, a specific reason that you that you can't talk about these things whether it's it's legal or, or... I can't say too much to my partner and to you as well I've said a bit too much but just keep it at that no well that... here's here's what I knowing what little I do if you can't talk about the past what you do is you make the present as fascinating as you can as long as you can keep somebody dazzled and keep them, you know, enthralled with you and, and make sure that, that they see you as a creature of the present, as a... As a... Uh, my, my problem is my uh, person, they, um, they want to know uh, uh, about me a lot. Mm. They're uh, starting to be a little Nancy Drew, and I, I don't want to resort to um, old ways. Uh-huh. Ah, are, are you afraid they'll find something out? About you? Are you are you afraid that it's that they won't? Lo- I didn't know you were going to ask so many questions. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, when people find out things, they automatically assume the worst and not uh, the best that the person is presently these past eighteen months. Oh, Why okay. So, I- so, so something happened eighteen months ago that you. Well, didn't did I say eighteen? To- I did not. I don't believe. Did you say eighteen? I don't. Where'd you get eighteen months from? <laughs> ah. Uh, I understand. Heard? Heard? Uh, well, Anonymous, just uh, I'm just trying to figure out if if your partner is coming to you in the spirit of compassion or... If yeah, well, see, I, I feel like they're being nosy. Um, um, at first, it was nice, but now it's getting to the point where it's, um, it's a bit life-threatening. You're saying there are larger forces at play here, that this is, whatever this is, is bigger than you. Now, are you able to even tell that to your partner? Well, you see, Josie, Josie, uh, stuff like that uh, brings up other questions. Uh, you can't just answer one. Don't run away from it. What? What can't? What can't you explain? What is? She, what does your partner want to know? You, uh, you know, you know, it's 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 the running that's it's got the it's it's. Issue. I mean, is it simple stuff like well, where where'd you grow up? What? Too what was your entirely dog? too many questions, uh, Josie. You know, uh. uh Oh, uh, it seems... Okay, we've... Yeah, I think she's gone and back into hiding. What a turn of events that was. Frank, I'm befuddled. You? Sorry, Josie, I'm not taking questions at this time. Well, I, uh, moving right along, I suppose. We, we've got anyone else ready to... Josie, I got you. And it is Kimberly. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Hey, Josie. Um, hey. I, I just... I'm wondering if I can get a little bit of a pick-me-up and, and maybe some advice. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course, honey. What do you I mean? I just... 
I, I'm I'm hitting my my mid thirties next week, and mm-hmm. I really I really wanted to be married by now, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And I have been trying so hard. Uh, I I. After the past six months, I joined a dating club. I did speed dating. I've been doing one to two first dates a week for like six months. And none of them are working out. Um, and when I talked to my my mom about it this week, she, she seems to think that it's because I have too high of expectations. And I don't know if, if my expectations are too high. You know, am I being too picky? Or... Or if I should trust my instincts, because I do want to end up with someone who's, you know, worth spending my life with. But at what point is it is it too far? Okay. So, first off, I want to thank you for calling. I can tell that it's not easy what you're going through right now. What is it that makes you want to be married? I've focused on my career for a really long time. I, I actually have a um, a pretty good position in a a difficult industry and I just have this vision in my head of like one or two kids I see them playing in the backyard and I go outside and I call their names in for lunch and they just they run towards me you know and do that whole like jumping in your in your arms thing and like just the overwhelming feeling of love and then I look up and I see this guy who's my husband and he's doing it with me and you know maybe he was out working on the the yard and he smells a little sweaty and and it's Mm, just yeah and I'm just at the point where like (laughs) I I don't want to date anyone for longer than a month or two if it doesn't seem like it's it's gonna work out so if by date two or three you don't seem like that person it's not worth wasting my time on right (sighs) So tell me, you know, you, you've got no problem making dates. Uh, do they all just end up being lemons? Every single one of them. It's like like one guy, um, his name is Caleb. He, he, he would need to leave the table to pee like every 15 minutes. Oh. Another guy, Jared, he, he only wore red or gray. Sam thought that clouds were caused by the government. Like one guy had weird shoulders, another breathed kind of funny. Well, I think that... This like so and so has weird shoulders, and so and so doesn't write wear the colors that you want. That that wasn't what I would assume would be the reason to table a relationship. So I would try to date someone and and really lead with what their values right. well, are. Well, the thing is, my instincts have been right though. It's like I ask them questions on the second date, and their mm-hmm. answers are ridiculous. Like they. They don't make doctor's appointments for themselves. They're calling their mother two to three times a week like they're a child. You know, they have a, a, a ongoing cough or like signs of a degenerative disease, like or not knowing whether or not their genetic code is going to pass on a degenerative disease. You know, like they don't have a library card. Are they reading? Are they thinking? And all I'm looking for is someone who is someone who like is thoughtful and and helpful and kind and someone romantic who doesn't have genetic problems, weird shoulders, likes oysters, you know, doesn't hum under their breath like they're going to go insane at any minute and will give me the life that I'm looking for. And that shouldn't be that hard to find. Well, uh, Kimberly, I think your priorities uh, might be they might need a little calibrating. 
because it's okay to have standards. It's really uh, important to uh, feel like you are, that you have worth, but you should not let your standards overwhelm the chance to meet somebody who could surprise you and, and, and be good to you. Josie, I didn't call uh, for notes. Ah, okay. Well, then you should be meeting men at the library. At least you'll know they'll all have library cards. You want to try there? You know, JC, maybe if you had standards, you wouldn't be hosting a radio show and you'd actually be making it somewhere in life, too. That's so, so cute. Uh, I've got listeners who hang on my every word and you can't get a second date. So how's about we head back to the lines? Frank, who have we got waiting in the line? Maybe someone who actually, like, wants to to change and grow and uh, improve their situation. Better than that, we have advertisers. Okay, cuties, we'll keep spinning our wheels right after this quick little pit stop. Whew. Uh, All right, we're out. Okay. Uh, wh- I, was, I, was I too mean to her? Are you kidding? That was electric. This, that was your best stuff yet. If that's mean, I want it to be the average thing you do. Well, I mean, she was pretty judgy. I can't be the only one who... who Joanne, you did that lady a favor. Not everyone Mm. who calls in wants Josie the mom friend. Sometimes they need a good smackdown. I mean, she did kind of have it coming, did... Wait, Josie the mom friend? Oh, no, uh, not not my words. Uh, Hey, what was it you said when you came in? Uh, We're we're a little rough today, you know? Come on, board's lit up. Let's give him some more rough. Okay. Uh, uh, Ding, ding! Round two! Go get him, Tiger. Josie one callers... Welcome back, Voyagers. We're heading to the lines to see if distance does indeed make the heart grow fonder. Or if maybe a little travel just makes it go pitter-patter. Who's up next, Frank? Coming up next, we have Caleb calling in from Blanco. Caleb, you're on with Josie. Welcome to the show. Oh my god, hi Josie. This is so hi. exciting. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, so what can I do you for? Hi, so, uh, so yeah, so I, um... I work kind of a boring office job in, in Blanco and uh, uh, in InfoSec, so info, uh, information security at a, at, a, at a little accounting firm. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers and I ended up going on this trip to a conference to, uh, to beautiful Milwaukee. And, um, mm-hmm. But uh, we both love road trips, so we decided to go on a road trip, and we had so much fun. So we've been friends for a while at work, and, uh, you know, things, it's perfectly been platonic the whole time, right? Right. But, uh, you know, we we skipped one of the lectures to go to the water and, and take this little tour that a few other people were going on, and it was just really, really romantic. We, I discovered that we have this deep connection you know and i don't know if it was being in a new place that opened me up to seeing mm. her this way but uh you know I, I think i'm i think i'm falling for her <laughs> i think that this is so perfectly to to theme because you're right this is what i mean about travel sometimes you have to get out of that rut to really see what's around you so what's the the fear? What's the problem? Do you, have you have you told her? Well, so you know we've we've known each other for the the time that I've been at the company, and I'm I'm worried about uh, changing the workplace dynamic. You know, and oh. and the last place where I worked, you know the uh, you know I had to leave. Um, oh. For, what know, what happened at your last job? Well, uh, you know I took a conference trip 
um, with with uh, one of my coworkers, and and we uh, you know we really hit it off, and we had a couple of drinks, and you know thing things happened, and we brought it back to the office, and it changed the work dynamic, and oh, uh, you know okay. when I fall, I fall really hard, and so I'm just worried about going down that road again because I really need this job. Would you say you fall in love quickly? easily you know you you see love and you find someone who shares those little things with you is that easy yeah, i understand i i i i, I get it and, and you're not alone thank you for uh, saying that josie of course i think that's so sweet of you to say you're very sweet too <laughs> uh unfortunately i'm going to give you a boring answer and that boring straightforward answer would be that you you reach out to this friend your co-worker Okay. And you grab her hand and you walk right into HR. Oh, jeez. What? I'm hearing some hesitance. Yeah. Uh, are, are is your office hiring anyone in InfoSec? Because I could come work for you all and not have to worry about it. <laughs> and then maybe we could share a coffee at the the water cooler. We have and... very little information and next to no security. So unfortunately. Um, well, it sounds like uh, maybe you could use a, a gentleman in infosec over there. What do you think, Josie? <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you, Caleb? Are you flirting with me? <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, would that be such a bad thing, though? <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> Caleb, I don't, I don't want to confuse. I don't want to get your little mind twisted up any more than it already is. I, I think first things first. You just got to talk to your coworker. I would do anything you told me to, Josie. Oh. <laughs> you be careful. Don't say that to just any woman. <laughs> I wouldn't. Only to you. <laughs> hey, this might be like a shot in the dark, but uh, my phone number is 424-7... Uh-huh. Uh, oh no, my hand has slipped and I have disconnected the call. Gosh, poor guy. I bet he falls in love every time he changes his socks. Oh, no, it definitely sounded like you guys had something special. Stop it. Sorry, Joe. I know you don't want to mix business with pleasure. Coming up next, we have Damien from Pecan Park. Okay. Frank doesn't know what he's talking about. Damien, Pecan Park, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Josie. Hi. Hey. What can I help you with? Yeah, well, uh... You know, I'm uh, I'm a bit of a traveling man, and I'm uh, I'm glad you got me on the uh, the traveling, the open road portion of the uh, of the show you got here. It's uh, I consider myself something of a a wandering agent, and uh, I recently became unburdened by something that had uh, kept me away from my first love, which is the open road. And okay, I'm, yeah. So uh, so uh, I'm recently divorced. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it was really what it was was. Um, what what I wasn't uh, really open to telling them was that uh, I've actually got two secret families on the side. Two of them. Yeah, yeah, yes. So it wasn't working working with uh, with my main family, and so that's fallen through. And uh, I realized that I should uh, kind of pick one or the other and uh, sort of straighten myself out. So so uh, paint the picture for me, uh, because I do want to help, and I'm morbidly fascinated. What are the pros and cons? Why can't you pick between, I guess, 
two and three, assuming that your primary family is going to be secured with some sort of alimony and child support, and that's the best that they can hope for. Let's talk about two and three. So family number, let's start with family number three, because I think I, I think I like them the best. So I met, uh, uh, I met, I met my little girl's mom one night uh, out at a bar when I was hanging out with some buddies after I'd uh, after I'd left uh, family number two while I was uh, away from work. The thing is, we'd had a really good time, she and I, and uh, when our daughter was born, I really I looked in her eyes, you know, and I just thought, man, I could really, uh, really settle down here. And then I realized, you know, the taxes in that city they live in, it's just, it's just not feasible. It's a, it's a bigger city, you know, the zones are of just, I, 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 I don't think I'm ready to, uh, to, to be a father in that, uh, that town yet. You just can't be a father in that city. Okay, so take me back to two. Number two was, uh, well, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. She, uh, she used to be my first wife's assistant, and that's, uh, ah, that's how we met. Okay. She took our two boys, we have two boys, and she, she uh, settled up in a little apartment. It's in a much nicer area. You know, the kids are going to a pretty, pretty nice school, but God, those kids are annoying. I'm sure I would annoy any adult who didn't want to be around me. It's, you know, uh, it was the terrible twos, and now it's the terrible teens, let me tell you. They uh, they just can't shut up, and they're going through They just want you there all the time. I walk in, and it just smells. It just, oh, it's sweat and oil. Oh, how and... repulsive. Uh, the Now, everyone knows about everyone else. Is that correct? Well, no, no. The uh, the primary knows about two and three. Three knows about one and two. Two is still kind of in the dark. They just know about the one. So the uh, the woman with the little girl, she kind of knows. She knows all. She's the she knows the oh. she knows the best and the worst of me, and she still loves me warts and all. Let me tell you. Oh, your confessor. All right, and that's the, this is the younger one. This is the younger one. Why yet. am I not surprised? We can't unring the bell of you having three families, and now, Man, now I everyone wish we could sometimes. Yeah, so so it seems. And 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 look, I have to applaud you trying to make a positive change. If you're really trying to turn over a new leaf, I'd say that this woman with whom you have the most open communication, who has the youngest child who certainly needs you, if you have to pick. I see what you're saying, though, about the younger woman with the... That may be the best way to go. I mean, from where I, from where I look at it, I'm finally getting my life together, and I'm really trying to trying to streamline things. You know, to going from three families down to one family seems the way to go, and settling down with the family I'm going to get the most mileage out of seems the smart choice. Oh, it's a very mercenary viewpoint, but... There's one thing I forgot to add in, and that's uh, with family number three. Now, that's the one where I've got a little uh, little three-year-old girl, and man, she is just the light of my life. She is just a delight. And the thing is, she's also got this preschool teacher that I've been seeing on the side. Wow. Uh, how do you walk with the stones that it takes to uh, come on the radio and explain that you have... Three families. I know, man. I have put myself into a pickle, haven't I? These aren't just timeshares you're weighing here, but these are families. It sounds like you like the drama. It sounds like you actually like 
being able to bounce from house to house to house and be cock of the walk and, oh, if I don't like this family, I can I can just bounce and go to this other one. And, oh, these kids upset me, I can go to the other one. You have orchestrated this situation. I'm not sure I'm liking your tone there, Josie. Oh, well, you don't have to like it, Damien, but you called looking for advice. And my advice would be you stay the hell away from that preschool teacher and you somehow be a father to one, two, three, four, five, six children. But I don't think that's what's going to be the takeaway here for you. I, I, I get the sense that you're trying to, 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 to intimate something to me that I don't really appreciate. I, I, I don't really like where this is going. You're starting to sound like my first wife. Unfortunately, I can't keep up with you as long as your first wife did, because my patience is growing rather thin. I think that you're going to be with whomever you want, and it sounds like you're going to be there only as long as you can stand. And that's really unfortunate, because the people losing out here are these women and these kids. And you get to rip off the band-aid and go start a new family anytime you want, and I don't I will not be spoken to. I will the... not be spoken to like this by someone on 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 talk radio, or whatever. Fine the... by me, Damien. I don't think you need an audience, anyhow. Good luck with family number seven. Well, my cuties, it has been one more beautiful sojourn tonight on Josie's Lonely Hearts Club. Thank you for joining me as we put a couple more miles under the belt. Tune in next week for another week of your saucy musings and advice. Don't move. Get those hot little hands off that dial because coming right up, we have. Um, um, uh, coming up, uh, yeah. Uh, coming up next, we have fish, chips, and tips. Ah. Have you ever wondered what it's like to wander through the streets of London with greasy paper bags full of tasty carbohydrate laden food, but don't know how to make it in the safety of your own home? Well, listen, no further wait no longer is what i meant because coming right up is fish and chips and tips where sullivan o'grady will be leading us through the deep fat fried ways to your heart with pollock and breading and mushy peas that's it right here fish and chips and tips on kdnm all right we are clear Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Give it to me straight. Do you think they liked it? Yeah, I don't know. I think that they loved it. Are you kidding? That was great. You oh! should do that every week. Come on. Well, was... You should celebrate. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't make a habit out of it. Is it. You really think it's me? No, 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 no. Are you kidding? It was lit. Sparks flew. It went off with a bang. Hey, you know, speaking of... Uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm not buying those extra fireworks. I'm not falling for uh, this again. Come on, Joe. Just one or two. My car is so full, I can't see out the back window. Come on, an M80 or two or three or bottle rackets. You really had to work hard to buy those kids love, didn't you? Hey, it works on adults, too. Come on, we'll shoot a couple out. Blow some steam. Okay, well, my blood's up, so if I could put some Jimmy Buffett on the tape deck, then you've got yourself a deal, cowboy. <laughs> You're a real wild woman. Now we just need a time machine so we can find a tape deck. I, look, what did I, what did I tell you? I needed a car thing. I don't know the first thing about a... Hey, we should go to that judgy lady's house. We could shoot him into her yard. Uh, now I'm an accessory. No, no, that's not. You bought the fireworks. Only to have you use them for criminal acts. I'll, I'm telling. No, oh, this is entrapment. I know this. I've heard about this. I, I've never even been to Mesa. Yeah, no, no, that was uh, that was old Joanne Holtzinger, H O L 
T-Z-I-N-G-E-R. Yeah, officer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just have to do this. I'll meet you outside. All right. All right. Uh, Josie's Lonely Hearts Club was created by Maximilian Clark and Rachel Music. Our callers this week included the talents of Jacob Aldenroa, Tiffany Cornwell, Elke Reed, and Patrick Harvey. This episode was edited by Eliza Brugger. Josie's Lonely Hearts Club is brought to you by the Good Story Guild. Keep track of them on Instagram at Good Story Guild and on our Discord. Check the show notes for that. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving a review on your pod app of choice haranguing your friends and dragging people into our world. Till next week. <laughs>